Welcome to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm your co-host, Max Healy, over in Nashville. And in Boston, we have Mike Preble. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm very well, Max. Just getting very excited to talk about one of my one of my heroes, Nicolas Cage, and his his past history as a convict and uh, how he really how he really overcame it. Mm. So I'm very excited about this. Excellent. And Timmy Slim Jim. Tim Begin, he's actually uh, skiing in the Alps of Austria this week, and that's not a joke, he actually is. So his Iron Man streak of appearing in every full episode of the show has sadly ended, but in his place, the Ryan Miner, the Tim's Kel Ripken, is uh, Digger Bill D- <laughs> out in uh, Maine. Dude, you, you, oh, you know, Max had that teed up all week. He was like, just wait till I throw this Ryan Miner joke out there. He's going to fucking fuck kill. It <laughs> is um, uh, Bill? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say. Hi, the way I was gonna finish the rest of it, though, Bill. I was gonna say the often mocked as the only man with more rage than Tim. Super fan of the show, Bill Dicker Dooley. How's it going, Bill? But I already fucked that part up, so you can just say how you doing, Bill. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing super swell. Thanks, Max. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on the show. You're welcome. And then also speaking of abuse, we have Derek Brady, most likely abusing his liver and colon as we speak. Derek, where are you this week? I am drinking a beer in the confines of my own wonderful kitchen. Just what? glad to be here. Never, I'm not sure there's been a more exciting point in my life in the last decade than sharing sharing the, the sound waves with one Digger Dooley. Ugh, God. Gross. <laughs> Just gross. Yeah, that's, that's an appropriate reaction. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, I, I say gross. You want gross? Like you want gross? I'll give you gross. <laughs> Put the, put the camera back on. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see my belly button? <laughs> oh, no. Well, for week three of our Nick Cage March Madness, we're going back to the magical year of 1997, when Nick Cage was strangely the king of action movies, with the airplane blockbuster hit Con Air, directed by Simon West, and starring our man Nick Cage, as well as John Malkovich, John Cusack, Vin Rames. Uh, Dave Chappelle and Steve Buscemi. I always thought that this was a Michael Bay movie. I was wrong. It, 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 was, it should be. It, sh- it really should I, yeah. be. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. So, But instead, it was produced by Jerry Brockheimer, so close enough. And uh, this actually was the first movie directed by Simon West. But uh, prior to this, uh, you might know him better as a music video director of uh, one of the more classic music videos in history, which was... <laughs> yeah. oh, Look at that one, Max. No wonder it took you an extra five minutes to prepare for this pod. <laughs> you are yeah. fucking ready. <laughs> oh my god, I, lo- I I have to say, to be fervently fair, I actually like that music video. And I'm pretty sure when Max came to visit me when we were in college, I was like, Max, listen to this music. He's like, I've heard this song before. Stop, stop, stop letting me know about it. I was like. Hold on, this is a new, slightly different version. It's like, nope, we're done. I think I think we're cool with this. You want to watch the Yankees game or Temple of Doom? None of these. I don't want to do any of these things, Preble. And I was just like, Mike, please. We've already done these a hundred times. <laughs> so going back to Nick Cage as the huge action star of the mid-90s. So he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. He's Hollywood royalty. 
In 95, he's coming off of winning an Oscar for portraying a lonely, suicidal alcoholic. So what does he do next? He makes The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off in the calendar year. Grosses $805 million. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well put, yeah, though. Yes, precisely. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, this is, those are three movies that, like, I feel like you go to Walmart and those are the three packs that you find in the five ninety nine bin, you know? 100%. I mean, they're just, I mean, it's basically one could be a sequel to the next. I mean, they're just all for real, pure, unadulterated fucking insanity. Can you just imagine how that conversation went with Nick Cage's agent after he won Best Actor? He's like, Nick, we have all these offers for all these leading, like, dramatic roles. Which one do you want to do? I want to do an airplane action movie. <laughs> I've already done, I've already done, I've already taken my face off and put it on someone else. Now I'm ready for a real challenge. (laughs) Harrison Ford just, he's doing Air Force One. It's coming out this year. Let me finish. I want to do an airplane movie where I grow my receding hair out really long. And then I'm going to put on 20 pounds of muscle and have a really shitty Alabama accent. We're going to, we're going to get into that wispy hair. (laughs) That's that's the real way he should have, that's a real way he should have sold it. He should have been like, Darling, have you ever heard this finest accent from the Bayous? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. So bad. Oh, boy. I was Jesus. watching this because it, it's been a while, and all all I could think about was getting Nick Cage and Steven Seagal's character from Under Siege in the same room to have a conversation. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. Talking about raging Cajuns. Yeah. Hold my damn popcorn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, the title, bingo. bingo. That's us. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> is it Mag? Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Should we get into the movie? Sure. Let's go. Yes. Okay. So the movie opens up like any action movie should, with the highlight reel of military explosions, followed by the song How Do I Live Without You by Trisha Yearwood. We, we get let in and let out by that song. Oh, we do. Alert. Oh, but they're getting their money's worth in that one. I, I just thought it was pretty interesting that Nick Cage took the ne- the necessary military transport into Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> tugboat. Dude, this whole thing is out of control. I mean, to be fair, the the best parts of the movie, in my opinion, were the beginning and the end with that oh, song. Yeah. I was like, this song moves <laughs> yeah, me in ways I could never have imagined. Oscar really nominated. Not. Getting a yes. real glimpse into Preble's musical tastes here. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, first of all, so I started out strong. Rick Astley. I'm finishing <laughs> up even stronger. First year would. So I don't think. I, I don't I don't hide anything, gang. I'm very, I'm very up front. All right. So honorably discharged Army Ranger Cameron Poe, played by our man <laughs> Nick Cage, reunites with his pregnant wife in an Alabama. Uh, I was going to say Redneck Bar, but this is Alabama, so that's a given. So at a bar. Yeah. That she works at when this degenerate just starts hitting on Cage's wife. We're in Alabama. We're in the deep south. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're a pussy, you Army Ranger. That's not how things work down here. Breaking news, we're very supportive of our military. Right. (laughs) Since when were rednecks anti-military? Yeah. Uh, When he made made that Vietnam comment, I was like, there is not a single person in the south that would say that sentence. That is just preposterous. It was the most ridiculous thing of the entire movie. Uh, that and the fact that Nick Cage walks up to his wife, who we are to understand is pregnant. No baby bump. He's been in the military mm-hmm. for so long. Breaking <laughs> news, not your fucking kid, Nick. Like, I, don't think, I don't think this director knows how babies work. But that's not how. It that's was true. the weirdest thing in the world to see Nick Cage listening to an entirely oh flat stomach. <laughs> that is, There is nothing there to make a noise, Nick. Just please, unsettling. Please stop it. 
Oh, yeah. See, so you say that you say that that sounds weird, but having known everything we know about Nick Cage, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> He's just throwing his face up against like flat stomachs, being like, "Oh, I hear something brewing in here." Right. It's like, what's wait, that? No, I don't think so. What's that? You're hungry. What? You want food? I just love he, he walks up. He goes, "Where's my baby?" In a terrible fucking accent, <laughs> so puts his ear against a flat woman's stomach. I was like, "What is happening, dude?" The entire this whole thing about her being like a a hummingbird. Oh, oh, I knew oh you were my god. Like, that was oh my face my. swipe, Rebel. That was the Dude, face yeah, swipe. Dude, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That's my face swipe of this movie. I was like, you guys need to fucking quit it. <laughs> I can't have these, like, super overt, like, we love each other. How do I know? She my hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, be oh, your okay, huckleberry. You. Yeah, huckleberry. Oh, my God. Yeah. The only thing I can think about the reason why they'd be anti-military because I looked up Alabama's uh, rec- football record in 97 and they went 4-7. and seven. So maybe it was just like an upside-down <laughs> thing. Boy, and that was around the time Tennessee was competing for national titles. Can we go back to that time again? <laughs> this is when Derek yeah. wants to go back to 1997. Yeah. Just, I want Nick Cage to be on top of the box office. Tennessee's riding high. Guys, I'll even take Clinton Bill Clinton's back. getting hummers under the... Under the, under the <laughs> yeah. I'll even take Clinton back. <laughs> <laughs> you know the good old days. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, okay. Saxophones, cigars, and blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> or a Bob Craft Tuesday. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, so Cage and his wife are leaving the bar that night, and the music gets all dramatic. And of course, they're just fire blowing out of the ground because this is the '90s. And through the pouring rain, these bad rednecks rip off Cage's medals and jump them. But as Cage starts to fight back, the main ghoul pulls out a knife, changes his voice to a Mortal Kombat character, and just says, Take this, you son of a bitch. The only thing Cage takes is 7 to 10 for manslaughter, because in slow motion, he kills the guy with a bear, a bear claw punch to the chin. <laughs> Hard to spit that one out. Well, I, I had to rewind this scene like four times. Because <laughs> of course I, you did. You see the knife, and I'm... I'm to understand he stabbed this guy at first, and I'm going, well, I'm rewind, where the fuck is this knife? No, no. where the fuck? And then you, the next scene, it's laying in the mud. Is, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Come on, how do you not, be, he he disarmed him, and then he, he took the butt of his palm and shoved it through his nose, which obviously drove the nose up into his brain mm-hmm. and killed him. And then he picked up the knife like a dummy, so it looked like he pulled the knife out. I think his buddy took the knife and ran away. So they didn't have any uh, any weapons on, on the scene. Guys, guys, it doesn't matter because, as the judge said, Nick Cage is a weapon. He's a deadly he He's not subject is, to the same laws as the rest of America. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's, what? He's too much. He's like Your Robocop. body is a deadly weapon. No. No, it is not. Please. <laughs> oh. you, the only other thing I had to say about that real quick was that his wife just tries to throw in real he's like, I thought the old, like, whatever, Cameron Poe was gone. Which is supposed to be like, okay, so he was a bad motherfucker before, right? But, like, that really never comes back in this movie. Like, he's always doing the right thing. So, why did I I need to know this? You know, it's not like he's, like, exceptionally cruel. Like, he's, like, dipping back into this form. He's just being an army ranger, you know, whatever. Like, murdering people, XYZ. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I, I always appreciate the 90s always trying to add, like, a... Like a complexifier of them being like, but he used to be a bad boy, but now he's now he's a good guy in the army. It's like you know what that could be true, but this has no bearing on this movie, like at all. Well, 
so the most mind-boggling point to me was just to kind of put this whole beginning of this movie into perspective. In the first five minutes of the movie, you get a full dissertation on the Army's history. Nick Cage gets out of the Army, arrives at a bar, his wife's pregnant, he gets into a bar fight, and goes to prison. In five fucking minutes. <laughs> it's a lot. I, I was just like, I literally had to pause and see where I was in the movie because I, I thought, surely, there's no way that could happen. But it did. Because, you know why, Pac, you know why it can't happen? Because it doesn't happen. Because they, like, put them on, like, leave for, like, weeks so they can decompress if they come back from, like, combat zones. Like, this has been done since Vietnam. That's why we don't have the same war because this, like, this must have been based off of, like, a true event because there's, like... There are stories of like veterans going. They were in like Vietnam and like like twenty hours earlier, and now they're in a bar in like California, and then they murder somebody, and then people are like, "Oh, this probably isn't a good idea to just you know take them from like Da Nang and put them in like San Francisco. Like this is probably a little much." So the idea that you know Billy Bob Thornton or whatever comes back from wherever he was, and now he's Billy in, Bob. you know, <laughs> yeah, why not? What's his name? Cameron Poe or, or Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, it comes back and it's just, you know, like, oh, how darling, my home and burdens. Like, oh, now I'm going to motor y'all. It's like, ah, we have, we have fucking problems here. Yeah. Also, Preble, what's your take on this whole court scene? Because Cage's lawyer, he says, you're going to get seven to <laughs> ten oh, unless God. you admit to it. Yeah. So plead Damn. guilty and you'll get four years. And then Q2, I'll sentence you to seven to ten years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's <laughs> definitely a public defender because he yeah, has no faith <laughs> That yeah, guy has 300 you know, guy, cases, absolutely. and he's just like, he just wants Poe to take the plea deal, so he's got 299. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, like, we all joke, but that's a real problem. It's like, yeah, there's <laughs> like, there are, there are like, definitely like Alabama, there are like no legal services there. So this guy's probably like, listen, I have like 85 death row inmates after you, and so I really need you to just get out of my way. And he, <laughs> but I didn't do nothing. No, yeah, I mean... Yeah. You made a big mistake coming down here serving our country. <laughs> you know. Once they had all your medals for your heroism and protecting our freedoms. It's because what of pussies you like dumb? you that we lost some damn Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. That's the best part. The drunk at the bar is like, that's why you lost Nam. Not because me, the greatest American worker of all time, being shit-faced at three in the afternoon. <laughs> also, they're like seven when Vietnam ended. <laughs> Can we go back in time and, and, and have you play Nick Cage's role with that fucking accent? Dude. <laughs> Paco, as you know, I, I am a son of the South. I don't know if you've ever, you've, you've heard my accent. I I really live and breathe the, the Southern ethos. So I, I feel like I can really speak, really speak to the people down there. Okay, let's smash to the Con Air title. Then <laughs> <laughs> you get a montage of Cage just writing letters first to his wife and then his daughter over the years, cut in between him working yes. out and growing out that ratty hair. Yeah. Yes. What? I mean, so, so th- this whole dialogue, this whole dialogue of these written letters was fucking exhausting. Mm. <laughs> it was this so This is as far exhausting. as I've ever gone in the movie, was this part, and then I turned it off. I'm like, okay, this is enough. Yeah. Well, until they really roped me back in when I saw a care package of Doritos, Snowballs, and Off-Road Magazine. (laughs) A.K.A. Derek's Lunch. Yeah. I mean, bring it on. I'll go to prison for that. I'll go to prison for a lot less than that. You know what I was thinking, though, as he's writing? I I wrote down, man, what a bad Forrest Gump impression. And then you find out that fucking Bubba is his best friend. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Are you shitting me? (laughs) Also, why was he like? Did did the fact that he learned origami in in Spanish ever come back into the movie? 
No. <laughs> no, Bill. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay. Dude, because I had one word for this whole scene, which was origami Spanish. Literally <laughs> quoted in my notes. It was just like, get it, he's educated. But does this matter? Nah. No. Nah, no. we don't give a shit. No. Just you know, He's just trying to spend his time doing stuff. He can fold a swan that can flap his wings. <laughs> so that's pretty sweet. Well, at, at what point, that's how he just one. de-escalated the whole situation on the plane. He's like, hold on, guys, wait a minute. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> hold hold on, hold on. Paper. At, one, at one point he says, uh, like in one of the letters, he says, Dear Casey, all the things you miss doing together will do. They haven't fucking met each other. Nope. How could she miss doing anything with him? Mm. <laughs> Writing letters. I mean, that's about it. It's just like this director didn't give a shit. He was just like, well, we're just going to shoot this through once. What am I going to do? Fucking work on this thing? Come on. Dude, this, this actor directly inspired every single like Lonely Island or any parody about like rehabilitating people. It's just like, you know, it's like, oh, he's learning how to make origami. It's wings flap. Like that's something that people make like videos about now as like a joke about like people <laughs> rehabilitating themselves. And this person put this in a fucking real movie with Nick Cage, <laughs> like the, at the peak of his career. And people were like, this is actual gold, like this pure gold. I think, I think really the real thing to take away from this Preble, you were pointing out that he clearly had anger issues before he went to jail. After he comes out of jail with that seven to eight year montage, he's, he's good. I think what we can take mm. away is the criminal justice system in America works. It works. <laughs> well, good point, Bill. I have to agree then. You know, I was going to say, after you said that to me, I, especially after Nick Cage took all those, spoiler, dollars at the end of the movie and made them all into cranes. And just <laughs> shot them off around, around Las Vegas to all the homeless crackheads that needed help. They just needed one extra, a couple extra dollars at the slots. <laughs> So in a monotone drawl, Cage writes to his wife that he's coming home and he's got a bunny rabbit stuffed animal for his daughter. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then you meet... <laughs> so then that you, bunny's certainly not going to come back. Nope, definitely not. That's why I mentioned it, because it'll never come back. So mm-hmm. uh, then you meet U.S. Marshal John Cusack, who's in charge of the Conair Transport, <laughs> and he's a real nerd. And then you also meet super douche DEA agent Duncan Mallory, played by the... Irish guy from Under Siege, who has a super sweet car and license plate. Yeah, it was Dahmer in Under Siege, wasn't it? Yep. He has an undercover agent on the plane, so they can try and get some info on this drug kingpin who's also on the flight, and he's not allowed to carry a gun. But Fatty McDEA sneaks him one anyways, and I'm sure that won't backfire at all. I don't know this for a fact, but I have to imagine that, like, these people would have talked beforehand, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like... Like the Department of Justice and like the DEA just don't like smash into each other. Like, hey, what's up? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Like, yeah. oh boy, like what? A, what a catastrophe! One of my favorite parts of, of this scene was uh, was John Cusack doing his like summary of every single one of the <laughs> the, uh, the the felons or whatever, yep. and he would give their name, their nickname, what they did, and like this just incredibly drawn. It was fucking hilarious. Just to let you know, these are some real. Bad motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. These are some real bad motherfuckers. Oh, and then the guy that's on parole. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about, about that ratty guy. <laughs> no, he's nobody. He's cool. He just happens to be on the plane. Man, I was going to say, the, the, the DOJ, the Department of Justice in this, did a great job of setting up the entire plot of this movie. It's like, so we have a plane. We're going to transport people. There are bad people on this plane, except for this one guy. 
Don't give a shit about him. It's definitely not Nick Cage. Don't worry about Nick Cage. And they, they were just like, for like five minutes, like, ready? And then they literally went, go. And that was the end. And I was like, perfect. No one needs any other information about this movie nope. other than what we just had. I gotta say, I, I absolutely love the way that they set up the, the DEA guys being an absolute douche in the first second you see him by him parking at a handicap spot. <laughs> yeah. so With a good. car that reads so ass good. kicker. Ass kicker. Oh. Well, well, dunk. And when they when they when they panned across the front of the plane and it said jailbird, it just went, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Even the Come government on. has a sense of humor, gang. Get it? It's like, oh my god, shut up. Quickly, we'll just go cover some of these guys. The starting five bad boys loaded with either alliteration-based names or nicknames from the <laughs> WWE. So you got William Billy Bedlam Bedford, a.k.a. the agent from uh, Eraser who didn't like Arnold, who murdered his entire family, or murdered his wife's entire family and their dog after he caught her in bed with another man. And then you got Nathan Diamond Dog Jones, Finn Rames, who's a black supremacist, wrote a bestseller from prison, and they're making a movie with Denzel. And you got Johnny 23 Baca, who's Danny Trejo, he's a serial rapist. He's got 23 tattoos on his arm for each victim. He claims that he raped like 600 people, but still just has 23 on his arm, which is fine. And then you got Joe Pinball Parker, which is Dave Chappelle, who is just a drug addict, I guess. When they announce Dave Chappelle and he walks up and the police goes, Look at this walking penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What a line. What a line. Well, well they followed up too when he's when they're like checking his mouth. The, the guard says so like, "Ah, your breath smells like shit." Dave Chappelle, Chappelle goes, "He told me he loved me." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They so just go full 90s on this whole thing. Chappelle said that he pretty much made up every single line. In the movie. <laughs> they just let him just improv everything. Um, Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, and then at a starting point guard, you have the most violent criminal in the history of the world, Cyrus the Virus Grissom. John Malkovich, who's killed more men than cancer. <laughs> yeah. So fucking Whatever. dumb. Whatever. So dumb. Oh, oh, Dude, All right, get on the plane, Malkovich. Malkovich. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe he agreed to be in this. When you, like, when you, like, hear him now, he's like, oh, Steppenwolf Theater, like, he's a real artist, and meanwhile, he's in fucking Con Air. <laughs> con Air. It's like, God, John, you can't talk to me about being, like, an, like an artist anymore. Like, fuck's sake. Was that, Cusack was in being John Malkovich, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, it's like the next Shot year. from his perspective, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, like, he makes good movies, but it's just one of the things. Like, man, you just need to own up to the fact that you just want to get paid a million dollars. That's fine, but this movie is a piece of crap. Um, that being said, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's about to go down because the plane takes off, and Malkovich and Ving Rhames pull the needles out of their hands and uncuff themselves. Well, Dave Chappelle lights the prisoner next to him on fire and steals the guard's keys. Did any of you notice when they talk to the one Native American guy mm. that he fucking says, how? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> just, I did not notice that. He went, untasteful racism oh. in the 90s. Yeah, just like, oh, no. Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> Put yep. some Is fucking that- feathers in his head, for <clears throat> Christ's sake. It was The Native American guy was the one that got lit on fire, isn't he? Yep. There's a real trail of yeah. tears there, Bill. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> Mr. President, how are you? It's good to see you on our podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. 
What do you What do you think that was a relative of Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. <laughs> Multiple, I'm sure. Pocahontas. Well, yeah, yeah so that's what I just wrote. I just wrote, Jesus Christ, Dave Chappelle just set a dude on fire like that. Like, whoa! <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. This This didn't happen. I don't think right. It happened a little bit later. But someone goes like. And someone's like, hey, what's up, wounded knee? It was like, oh, my God. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. Like, stop Ooh. right now. God. <laughs> Go home, 90s, you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, basically. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo, Paco. I'm just kidding, guys. Hey, Chief, go, go back to where you came from. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so then a ride ensues. Melkovich kills the co-pilot, puts the other pilot at gunpoint. He has some really just stupid dramatic shit that he says to the guy. And then he says, welcome to Con Air. Woo. So this is, for those yeah. counting at home, yeah. this is the second yeah. Nick Cage movie where they use the title in the fucking script of the movie. Mm. Yep. And they did for The Rock, too. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> yep. God damn it. So I gotta say, one thing one thing that I absolutely love from that riot scene was when the, the guy that was gonna administer the, the diabetes shot uh, <laughs> is getting stabbed in the neck with an open handcuff. He's just oh, yeah. getting his jugular ripped open with a with a handcuff. The guy, uh, uh, Bubba is just upset that somebody's stepping on his insulin. <laughs> he's watching somebody's neck get eviscerated by just metal shards. And he's like, hey, get off my insulin, man! <laughs> the guy's just... Well, and, and, and again, again, really progressive choice by the director to make the black guy the one with diabetes. <laughs> sure. I mean, racist. It's just statistics, Paco. I mean, come on. Jesus. Okay, let's just move on here. It's dead, too. <laughs> a weird, a weird rabbit hole of... All right. Yeah. So then uh, <laughs> then you have the DEA agent jumping the gun. Get it, guys? No. Podcast! Podcast! Podcast emerges uh, again. God damn it, it's a podcast. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so excited. It's more where that came from. Anyway, <laughs> he puts Chappelle at gunpoint. Should have picked a better guy because Melkovich doesn't give a shit if he dies. And then this old man in the corner just goes... And the DA shoots him. <laughs> it's Bill Dooley when he's 65. Yeah. Getting pissed off, getting a bunch of traffic violations, gets sent on Congress. That's That's the fucking guy that should have had diabetes. <laughs> yeah, but he gets shot, and then Melkovich shoots the agent. And then all the while, Nick Cage is just standing there, shaking his head, like Peyton Manning after throwing an interception on third and one. <laughs> Baffled, Boom. just baffled Busted. and confused. I'm, uh, it, yeah. Well, th- th- did anyone notice like where the DEA agent gets shot and killed? Nick sta- Nick Cage is standing like six inches to his left. Yep, and just stands there the whole time as the bullets flying through the air, just like shaking his head and disapproving. Like you should have fucking known better, motherfucker. Yeah. You are in the line of fire. <laughs> yeah, I guess a thank you for Melkovich after that too. I know. Yeah. I was say he's a ranger though. He's got that ranger training, so he's he's like Shung Lao. You know, he's dodging bullets and all that shit. Yeah, he's Chung Lao. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Cage, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so Cage, being the good guy, has the opportunity to get, get off the plane, but he changes his mind in order to protect the lady guard and Bubba, who is a diabetic, and he's that shot. 
So then uh, Cage finds the wire of the dead DEA agent, and he uh, uses that for something, I'm sure, later on. Right, guys? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so they land in Carson City, which is conveniently in the middle of a sandstorm, as uh, some of the convicts swap uniforms with the guards. Then some even badder bad guys get on the plane, including a guy named Swamp Thing, who can fly the plane. Mm-hmm. 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 And Garland Green, who comes out in a Hannibal Lecter mask with heavy guitars playing in the background. But it's just Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that was so <laughs> fucking hilarious. This is the first time I, I thought to myself, like, wow, great, Steve Buscemi got typecast. Like, this is, like, the guy who, <laughs> like, that's what this guy should look like, you know? Look at those teeth. Oh, like every time you see, see Steve Buscemi, you're like hiding your children behind you, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do whenever I see Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I always hide my children behind me. Oh. oh, Steve Buscemi, an actor, famous actor. Oh, children get behind me quickly. Yeah, so also about the same time, John Cusack is in John Malkovich's cell and he catches up to speed with what's going on in the rest of the movie and he tells the guards to not touch anything. So what do they do? They touch anything and blow up explosion that bomb looked pretty pretty intricate how <laughs> is it possible he, i mean he had a lot of contraband in that cell i'd really like to know why a man that can have that many resources available to him needs this complex of a plan to break out of prison it is <laughs> preposterous that you can make a bomb that strong and your thought is you know what i'm gonna work with the cartel hijack this plane taking me to the supermax and then fly to mexico that doesn't make any sense at all. That's the worst plan ever. Very briefly, a couple things. <laughs> One, these marshals are the worst marshals ever. They're loading a yes. plane, and literally, there's like dead bodies and blood everywhere in this plane. They're like, well, we won't go look inside. Do, 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 do. And they just walk <laughs> back out. It's like, also, Max, I have to say, there's one part. What was it? When uh, Dave Chappelle is trying to hide the transponder, and he yeah. sees the woman. He just goes, oh, I'm just hiding an, an erect, erection. Oh, excuse me. I'm a good <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. I've seen this movie a hundred times, and that never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this pure pure hilarity. And also, when the explosion happens and the door flies out, I'm like, this <laughs> so is bad. this the, is too much. I'm the, sorry. Yeah. The way yeah. they cut that, because they didn't have enough CGI to really do it right, it's just like, here comes the door. <laughs> cut the John Cusack, just duck, like ducking down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and the way that door, like, John Cusack's fucking dead. I mean, fucking dead, because that thing flies through it like three feet off the ground. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's spinning like a top, and he's like, I'm fine, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> a, a, a big, monstrous steel door is like bent at a 90 degree angle, flying through the air at a rapid speed. John Cusack just leisurely ducks down. Okay, <clears throat> sure. John Cusack avoids death at least like 10 times in this movie, like very near death between uh, airplane engines and that explosion and the Las Vegas fight and everything. I mean, it's his day. That's just a bad day. That's that's a Monday. Am I right, guys? Yeah. What a real case of the Mondays. Um, yeah, so then the transports also figure out what's going on because Cage hid the agent's wire tapes in one of the guard's shirts, but it's yes. too late. And the plane takes off without Dave Chappelle. I got the when when they figure it out, they radio into that like that puny oh. cop sitting in the car, and like you can just see when he says like, <laughs> "They got the plane, stall him." He's just like, "Oh, oh god damn it, no!" I'm gonna Fire. die. Aren't I? He takes like three steps, says hi to Cyrus, and just gets blam right in the head. <laughs> that was 
felt so bad. I feel like that was me, a hundred percent. I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> it's like Officer Dooley, we have a a really unsavory task for you. It's like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> yes. Okay. Old old Bill came up short again. All right, let me get out of here. It's like okay. When you guys come back, can you at least not have the sirens on so they know what's going on? No, we're gonna definitely yeah, exactly, have the sirens on. Right? <laughs> Wanna help me out here? No? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Just stall him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so then Cusack tells his boss and the jerk off DEA guy <laughs> that Nick Cage is probably the one good guy on the flight that can help, but they don't care. And they order to shoot the plane down because this is just a diehard ripoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Um, does does the DEA have the right to shoot down planes? Like, no. I, I feel like the answer twice. is no, 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 like no, like no, 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 no. I was looking because at, at one point, like, they, spoiler alert, when they're in that chase later, the DEA agent is giving the military authorization <laughs> to do things. It's like that, that no. it doesn't work like that. <laughs> this is not how things work. Dude, the well, drug, the DEA has, you know, limited things about, you know, drugs, not, you know, chasing down terrorists in an airplane that's been stolen, which again, it's not what they fucking, he, I love, he's like, I have a statute or whatever, since I can do whatever the fuck I want, it's like, I don't no. know. Like, correct no. me if I'm wrong, there's not one drug seen in this movie. I, I would say that the moment yeah. his DEA agent on the plane died. He, he lost all control of that situation. He was <laughs> no failed. longer involved. Yeah. You're done. So, but. The Drug Enforcement Agency tells a fighter pilot, upgrade from shooting to missiles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <Yeah. laughs> that was another thing I had. Why is he in this helicopter? <laughs> yes. We'll right. get into that later. Doesn't the helicopter pilot need a cope? Well, yeah, well, that's that's later. We, <laughs> or we can just skip right to the end of the movie now and just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I usually like to run things. <laughs> remember, and then remember when Nick Cage won? That was the best. I love that part of the movie. Remember when the Trisha Yearwood song came on in the beginning and then it ended with the same song? I like that part. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast, guys. Write and review. <laughs> uh um, yeah, so, where am I? I don't even know. Good luck finding out where we are, Max. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle, he did make it on the plane. At least his, his mannequin did. So, uh, Cage writes a note, <laughs> the Cusack, before he and Billy Bedlam throw down, and uh, throw him out on this plane. Or throw Chappelle out of this fucking plane. God damn Before it. that, they're, like, uh, uh, Cyrus radios down to John Cusack and asks for him. And he's like, alright, here's the rules. I'll ask a question, and then you ask a question. And then John Cusick goes, okay, what's your question? Like, ask him a question. Like, that, that, you just violated the rules right there. Everyone's dead. I also like the how they set this up, like, this is going to be a thing in the future. Like, it's going to be something like Saw, Pre, never happens again. It's like, all right, this is how this works. Yeah, Die Hard 3, like, Simon nope. Says. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. This 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 movie likes to like introduce themes and then immediately abandon them. Yeah. Like immediately. Like John Cusack is like a vi- it was a violent personality. No, nope, we don't care anymore. Not throughout this movie. It's like, whoa, whoa what about this? Like, nope, nope, no one cares. See you just, later. All right. Just a, written by a kid with ADD. Yep. <laughs> you can see every single draft of this of this script in every scene of the movie. It's like, well then we do this. Now scrap it. Well I already we already we already filmed that part. All right, well, then just keep it in. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. All right. 
Also, John Malkovich is supposed to be this like ruthless, brutal, you know, mastermind killer. He, throughout most of the movie, he's not. A, he doesn't really seem that bad. Like mm-hmm. Danny Trejo is constantly trying to rape that guard, and he's like, "We're not doing any raping on this plane. Leave her alone." <laughs> They're getting ready to kill all those uh, the the uh, the guards later on. Nick Cage is like, "You shouldn't do that." Malkovich is just okay. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. That's cool. He's a very like easily convinced super villain master, right? Like a yeah. super genius. He's like, hmm, this guy, this guy was like, I don't know, boss, but I guess we should not do this. And it's like, hmm, I appreciate that. Well, okay, I'm crazy. So whole, okay, yeah, the whole beginning, they're like, oh, he got a JD, and you know, he's like, oh, he got his law degree, and you know, wherever he got like multiple advanced degrees in prison. He's just being bamboozled by Cameron Poe, <laughs> you know, some some podunk from wherever the uh, fuck. Uh, oh, like, no, 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 did, you, did you miss the fact? Or, did you miss the fact? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Gross. gross, unintentional pun. Um, did you miss the part where Poe was an army ranger? Because he's an army ranger, so <laughs> obviously he's super smart and can can trick people like that. Best in the biz. He deserves our respect as well. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not in Alabama. <laughs> Bill's like, Bleh. <laughs> well, there's good, so many, good save, Preble. Uh, there's so many points in this yeah. movie. Like, I, 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 damn it, I don't know. It's just there's so many points where, like, uh, to Preble to kind of like, I feel like we talked a little bit about this in Halloween, where just people are are either oblivious or getting partial amounts of information, and I, I we're we're working our way there. But the Dave Chappelle message on the shirt. And the cop who says he fell out of the sky, and I don't think he's an astronaut. And Cusack Ew, yeah. immediately asks, "Well, what's that got to do with me?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, got your name written all over it. Uh, that whole thing God when he gets his body pushed out of the air. It's again, apologies to you know the uh, the wax corpse of um, you know pinball, but. That thing would have exploded into a billion bits. Yes. yes. There's no fucking yes. way we would be able to read this message. And that no cop would have been like nonchalantly survive. being like, oh, like, uh, I got a message for you. <laughs> Isn't this funny? It's like, no, dude. That body exploded on some old people's car. This is a fucking <laughs> yeah. nightmare. There's so many dead people down here. <laughs> yeah. Well, in breaking news, the old people are fucking dead too. Yeah, like, yeah exactly right. <laughs> Well, and it, Paco, going, going, building off that uh, the idea that people are just fucking oblivious. Uh, let's just pretend that the body does survive and the note is there. How does the DEA agent be like? Oh, that doesn't mean anything, right? Bodies fall from the sky all the time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I'm tracking this plane full of prisoners that you know are, are fucking doing horrible things, and this body falls out of the sky. How could those fucking things be connected? Doesn't add up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's good. It, it has my name written on it. I'm sure it's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this has South Park to Texas written. South Park detectives <laughs> written all over it. Yeah. It's like I don't see it. Uh, I just can't. I can't conceptualize this one. Ooh. Well, uh, well then, where's the body? It, it literally just <laughs> fell out of the sky. I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but where's the truth. other alive body? You idiot. <laughs> There was one that he was alive at one point. This one's dead, so he clearly All can't right. be this guy. Is he talking? Let, let's bring him <laughs> in for questioning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, God damn it, where are we again? <laughs> oh, <man>. I think <laughs> uh, yeah, loads, just loads. <laughs> uh, 
I think I think uh, they're about to have the fight in the belly of the plane. Yeah. Oh well, my before God. that too. Hold on. So yeah. So um, they're flying in the wrong direction. Cusack tells them they don't care, and then someone needs to get that airstrip. If only Cusack had a fast car. Wait a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go get the ass eater car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ass eater? No. Not ass kicker? <laughs> no, you guys are better. No, no, no. I like the, I like Paco's version better first. Yeah, I like the ass eater car. <laughs> well, and I, I like, too, when, when uh, Dude falls out of the sky, four cars hit this vehicle from every direction. So, apparently, bodies fall from the sky. People forget what four-way stops are. Because they are at a fucking <laughs> that, traffic light. That, yes. Accelerate! I, I have that in here, too. They literally just got a green. He just started going. He's halfway through the intersection, and the body lands on his car. And then he gets rear-ended, hit from the front, hit from the side. What the fuck just happened in this life? <laughs> just turned into a major pileup. How did that happen? Everyone should have been going like three miles an hour, tops. I, to be fair, I think it's very clear that this body totally interrupted all the traffic signals, and everything had green, green a thousand. So they were like, everyone just floor it. Floor Listen, honey, when it starts raining black men, you got to drive. Just go. It made it oh, made all the it made all the lights go yellow, which everyone knows <laughs> makes people go faster. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a body that just fell from the sky. Let's go get a closer look, honey. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> floor it, baby. <laughs> so meanwhile, Billy Yellowteeth finds a love letter from Cage and his wife, and he knows that he's a good guy. So then they get into a crawling Team America deathmatch for about 25 seconds. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Nick Cage wins. I just put Humpback of Notre, Notre Dame battle. What a stupid like, fucking fight. Who thought that was a good that idea? Was so that was fucking dumb. They come at each other at a 90 degree angle. <laughs> Dude. So two very brief things. One, great line. Put the bunny back in the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stupid as fuck. But the other best thing I had was just crab battle. That's what this was. <laughs> these, these two were just two fucking like sand crabs just snapping at each other in like, you know, like three and a half feet of space. That's when you need that original Star Trek music. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's a bunch of red shirts fighting each other. I was like, oh my God, these people deserve death. Well, and, and the supposed like super badass army ranger was kind of getting his ass kicked until he got a lucky kick that knocked him onto a broken yeah. pipe. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Which which immediately killed him. Like, there was no... That, that's like the first time in a movie that they don't have some kind of dramatic death. This guy falls on this pipe, and he's dead immediately. Like, no, no, like... <laughs> yeah, he's fucking dead. You should have just put the bunny back. Mm-hmm. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Guys, do I sound like Nick Cage in this movie? Yes. Nailing it, yeah. Is this, is this what just I sound like in real a life? A dead ringer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, let's put, ba- put the bunny back in the box and dive right back in. Pull the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? What's in the oh, box? Just, What's oh, in the I'm box? Just a simple man. <laughs> I'm just I'm but just here on this plane with my bunnies. <laughs> yeah, I just God like bunnies. What? <sighs> Between the bunny and the picture, it's just like th- th- he's way too sentimental in this situation. Yeah, how about you think about just coming out alive? Who gives a fuck about the bunny? Or or the fucking picture. Like, you're you're getting ready to go see your daughter yeah. for the first time ever, and you're too focused on this goddamn picture. Well, and, and also, can we 
how about you prioritize? If your daughter and your wife are more important, they get off the fucking plane. Get off the in, fucking in plane. And, and, I think, and I think if, Bill has really put. If put they're the, not going to take that, if you're not going to take that perspective, then fucking protect diabetes friend who's up. A, you know, I mean, <laughs> like pick and choose. You know, and, and right now there's nothing about your daughter. Right yeah. now you're on a plane with diabetes friend, so you know, <laughs> you know do something. Yeah. So for, yeah, Nick Nick Cage for a large part of this movie has like a lot of conflicting modes. Like I love my daughter so much and my wife. I can't wait to see him. But my friend from the, you know, my, my Forrest Gump friends here, too. What am I supposed to do? I know I'm also going to save this lady. It's like, motherfucker, pick one person to save. Pick uh, one. Bubba's okay, already died do once. It. I don't know what's going to happen if he dies again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you get through the credits, it actually, it doesn't say, like, the actual character's name. It just says diabetes friend. I got to ask, too. Does anybody know what Bubba did? Because he's nope. actually going to the Supermax prison. So, like, <laughs> he true. can't be a good guy. Right. He murdered, like, 18 little girls. Oh, God. True. But he needs his insulin right. shot. <laughs> that's a human right, damn it. How funny would it be if they're and, just sending him right to death row? Well, yeah, and, like, this movie does not have a happy ending for Bubba. He, he, goes, to, he goes to the hospital, gets cured for the shot that he, that he got in the stomach, and then he goes to Supermax prison for the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> All right, now get to the chair. <laughs> yeah. But on uh, his terms, well, see, Max. Here's the thing. if you the, the big cliffhanger at the end of the movie is if you go to the, all the way past the credits, actually Nick Cage comes to visit Bubba at the Supermax prison, and they slide their hands across the table and lock fingers. That's Nick really Cage nice. lifts his shirt up and puts his chest against the glass window, and Bubba starts licking it. <laughs> starts sticking his finger in his belly button. You're my real bunny. <laughs> Like I'm doing oh. right now. Oh, no. Okay. No, Moving back <laughs> into the movie. So, conveniently, <laughs> Cusack gets to the airbase right in the nick of time. Uh, unconveniently, the guy in the watchtower is dead. But also conveniently, the plane crash lands a foot away from a million liter tank of propane. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, they, didn't, like, they didn't even use the propane. I was just expecting that thing to blow up at some point. <laughs> uh, so, so Lerner, Lerner Air Force is in pretty rough shape, right? Does this, does this <laughs> place good. double as a cylinder, like, uh, you know, compressed gas disposal <laughs> facility or something? Like, there are just thousands, tens of thousands of propane tanks everywhere around this place. It's just riddled with metal debris. <laughs> but still have a, have a functioning bar on site. Yeah. <laughs> also true. Also true. And yeah, a trailer park nearby that has... Yeah. Yeah, really yeah, creepy the, uh, little with kids. a little girl. Oh we'll my get god! In a minute, yeah. Are we can just get into it right now. Did, what did, the fuck is that kid doing? Wait, 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 did we did we skip over the the speech that Buscemi made about you know what's really crazy? You uh, working fifty hours a week for your Probably. own. Did we skip over that? Did that already happen? Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, you you guys want to talk shit about me? Look at here, <laughs> Bill Dooley's doing my shit. <laughs> Suck my dick. In your own lane, Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am gonna derail this goddamn podcast if it's the last thing You're I the podcast, do. Bill. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill's, Bill's like, Bill's like, well, you know, actually, I got a point about face-off. Um, <laughs> I want to get back to Jurassic Park three. <laughs> this is my, can I have my time, please? <laughs> this is, I've been well, thinking about this since day one. Well, if we if we have some some time for airing of grievances, I do have some notes on some past podcasts. But we no, that's fine. We can do that later. Um, <laughs> Plenty of time. There's no I flow just, to this podcast anyway. Just start doing it right now, Bill. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the only one of our friends that actually listens. So that uh, <laughs> true. that that like that speech, that spiel that he goes on. 
where like, you know, what's really crazy is working 50 hours a week for a company that doesn't give a shit about you until you go mm-hmm. like retire to a community and just try not to piss yourself. That that life is not the opposite life of murdering a girl and worrying her face as a mask. Those are not like opposite ends of the spectrum. They're like I, I get his point that that's kind of crazy, but those are not like comparable really. Yeah. This is some, some sort of pseudo justification. Like I did this, but you know why? Because I only had two options, murdering a girl and wearing your face <laughs> or, or working a desk job. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to conform to your life. <laughs> oh my there, God. Are, there are more choices on the road of life. I'm just saying, Steve, you can, there, there's a couple of choices there. So I don't know if this is, I think this is around the same time frame, but it's the next note I have. And it's a quote that Nick Cage had in this movie. Because starting at about this point until the end of the movie, Nick Cage has some just bananas quotes. Oh, yeah. And one of them is, Cyrus, this is your barbecue. <laughs> and it tastes good. It's like, what? <laughs> what it actually gets even about? dumber. Oh, my God. So, I didn't know if those were like actual Southern quotes or like idioms. So I like, no, didn't put them not. down. No, but it's I was just like, Nick mm, Cage thinking that he's not. brilliant. Like, I, I bet Nick Cage went and hung out in, like, Auburn, Alabama for, like, six months prior to filming this. And he came back and he was like, hey, you know, I, I got this accent down. Got you it. guys just get ready. I got some great quotes. And everybody's just like, oh, all right, Nick. You say so. He didn't realize that he just went to an Alabama. He just went to an Auburn frat house and they were just fucking with him the whole time. Yeah. You're the Oscar winner, Nick. If you say so, then, I mean, yeah, let's go with it. Hey. He just did a movie about Alcatraz with the guy who played James Bond 30 years ago, and it made $400 million, so you know what he's doing. <laughs> Cage runs around looking for a needle for Bubba, but he gets ambushed by the cartel guys who plan on double-crossing the convicts right as uh, he's about to get shot. John Cusack comes out of nowhere, and uh, they both kill the cartel guys outside of the plane. And then this is also when you get that weird girl. Yes. Oh. Having oh, a tea party in an empty pool with a child-sized yeah. doll. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the, the, my philosophy with this whole thing is, because I know there's a lot of conversations out there about, like, well, did Steve Buscemi's character actually kill him or kill her? I, I think it's like a fucking hallucination. Well, she comes out towards but, the end of the movie. She runs up as a plane flies over. She's like, where'd you go? Oh, I don't remember. I, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I was, That's when Paco had his hallucination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was guys, her. I was like eight to ten tabs deep in LSD when I watched this, so. Um, <laughs> well, you feel like that because these camera angles are super fucking weird, too. <laughs> this Damn. movie, this movie's a fucking acid trip. <clears throat> There's, there's one there's one camera angle where they kind of do it from from Steve Buscemi's yeah. perspective looking at the girl and that just ooh that was creepy. Oh, it's like yeah. a fish, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a fishbowl view. It's really fucking yeah. weird. I don't like any of this. Well, I liked this is something a little bit smaller, but it's right before all that happens. Um, Cyrus asks Ving Rhames' character, like these cars are coming in, and, and you know they're just off in the distance. You can't really tell how far <laughs> they are. They're just coming, and yes. he's like, he goes. Hey, how long do you think it'll be before they get here? And Ving Rhames goes, uh, 10 to 12 minutes. <laughs> how do you know that? That is very specific. Are you Google Maps? <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> do you I know wrote that? a New York Times bestseller. I know everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Breaking news, oh when you're in the fucking desert, because I just drove through one a couple weeks ago in Nevada, you can't tell how far any fucking thing is away. <laughs> right, right. There's no death perception if it's just all fucking flat desert. No, it's bananas. That was one of the things. I, I just kind of, what? 
<laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, because at this point, again, like a lot of the movies we do, so much has been established that we know that nothing is going to make sense. The yep. rules of gravity, physics, time-space continuum, it's all out the fucking window. Just strap in and hold on to your butts. Mm-hmm. I, wait, I, I also have to say, speaking of some some phenomenal quotes at this point in the movie, when, when the swamp is crashing the plane into Lerner Airport, did anybody else catch when he said, crank the knuckles and hit the crystals? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? I know, there's so many of those, man. Holy <laughs> shit. We're going to get to one later, too, that's even more just bananas. I didn't, I, <laughs> when he puts I'm on the helmet? God. Yeah, where did that helmet come from? Like, I, yeah, had I, just, I had this on my ass in prison. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why they call me Swamp Thing. You see my butt. <laughs> You get lost in that thing. It's like the fucking Everglades down there. <laughs> um, and just to be clear, the the plan was they were going to land at Lerner Airport and like the Mexican cartel was going to have a plane there ready for them and they were going to go to Mexico, right? Yes. I think that's, so. that's the half-ass plan that they all put together. So, so once Cyrus decides that's not going to happen, the next plan is dig the plane out of the desert? Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. I don't know if you noticed. It was like the Egyptians building the <laughs> fucking pyramids. Yes! They had a whip! Literally, they are digging this shit out, and then they got people with ropes that somehow someone climbed up this plane and put these ropes on the fucking top of this plane, and there is someone actively whipping the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Finn Rames just smashing people. Oh, my God. <laughs> just turns into Moses in the desert. <laughs> Do thy bidding. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. What a God. This so is good. So movie. good. And when, uh, and when, and after, after, uh, after Poe beats the, the Mexican cartel people oh, yes. and, uh, oh, he's yes. about to go, go back, uh, Cusack asks him, like, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. So good. Was there anything better in this movie than watching John Cusack getting blown back by that jet engine? <laughs> <laughs> Again, escaping death. Esca- oh exactly. And, and when he comes, when he get, when he stands up, and the whole front like circle of his shirt is fucking black with soot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, dude, that's like some Looney Tunes cartoon where it's it like, is. what's going on behind this part? And he like that lifts back the curtain. He's like, oh no. That was the fucking Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. I mean, that was what it was. That plane should have said Acme on the side. Yeah, so the oh, cavalry's man. on the way. Well, the uh, the cartel kingpin sneaks off to the jet, but that doesn't work out pretty well for him because he no. then soon crashes. Then Melkovich throws a cigarette at him and he blows up. Oh no, we gotta yeah. talk about this fucking line. Yo, oh yeah, agreed. <laughs> it goes sigh, and then John or, uh, John Malkovich goes Anara, and then the other guy goes Russ. Then cue slow motion walk away from this explosion going on. <laughs> yes. Well, like, so Cyrus is slow-mo walking away because nonchalant, no big deal explosion. Right. Well, like, uh, Poe has to run and dive and jump under a truck. The, the, the dichotomy of the reactions to the explosion was, was terrific. <laughs> and where did, that, where did that old man come from? And, I think that was great. Right. Uh, and then we, we go back to the little girl and, uh, and Buscemi, and the little girl laughs, apparently at the explosion. 
this girl is a fucking psychopath. Because again, that's why that's why I thought it was a, a like some sort of hallucination that it was all in his mind. Because that was the point where I was like, well, this can't be a real child. No fucking child would do that. But there's so much from this point on, like the point where they make the nice scale model of the hangar and boneyard yeah. using like car parts and crushed up coke cans. Well, hold on, yeah. you get a good uh, you get a good quote from the old man too. Because Kate says, "Just stay here and don't panic." Easy for you. You don't have to piss. <laughs> <laughs> Practical issues. That was good. That was good. Uh, all right, yeah. Yeah, and then Malkovich, he maps out uh, the game plan with Coke cans and old gears to shoot out at the cops. Sure. Yes. What about that? That's a rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poor Viking. Poor like Viking. The, the attempts at humor in this movie are so fucking bad. Yeah, and also, of course, the medical syringe has to be in this boneyard where all the explosions are taking place. So you just get more flames and greasy hair. Yeah, where most people keep their, their, you know, first aid kits. (laughs) Oh, that's about a quarter mile away with all the debris. (laughs) It's in in Stephen Avery's salvage yard. (laughs) (laughs) If you've passed all the propane tanks, you've gone too far. You should be right in the middle of all the active, full propane tanks. (laughs) Go until you hear the sounds of fiscal depression. (laughs) I think we're to the point where... They start coming through the boneyard, right? Rampage and mode. Grand Theft Auto rampage mode going on here yeah, with the bulldozer. Well, right. So I don't know if any of you caught this. Larkin, or, you know, uh, John Cusack's character, mm-hmm. makes the phone call to keep the guys back. And his cell phone, again, from the the, the plane thing, his cell phone is melted. <laughs> Did you <laughs> notice that? No. No. I did not. No, like, if you go back and watch that scene, his cell phone is fucking... It's, it's misshapen. It's so melted. <laughs> I was just noticing the really shitty ADR that Cusack was doing in that bulldozer scene. <clears throat> None of the words were matching up to his mouth. Dude, what I noticed in this entire thing was that when John Cusack can figure out that this like whole procedure is just like a, you know, like a whole plan, a scheme to like murder the U.S. Army, but no one in the U.S. Army can figure out that like Cyrus the Virus is planning this like death trap for them. I was right. like, oh, we're all doomed. Like, we're all doomed. It Absolutely no caution by the military. Zero. Yeah. Well, Bill, Bill, how how do they, how does the military get saved from this terrible predicament they're in? John Bill? Cusack? Yeah. Bill. John Cusack in a fucking, uh, in, in a, in a, uh, ice scraper vehicle. What are they called? Snowplow. <laughs> ice scraper. In a truck with a snowplow on front. <laughs> I think it was a bulldozer, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a bulldozer, right? I, I was, was going to say. It's not that. <laughs> it looked, said that no, like a minute like, ago. It looked like a, it looked like a snowplow. Some like gigantic beast. First, first of all, Paco, beast. even if it is a snowplow, what a southern thing to say to call it a, uh, an ice scraper. <laughs> wow. An ice scraper in the desert. <laughs> this so gigantic like, mechanical ice beast came out of nowhere, I swear to God. I've never seen it before. <laughs> the Paralympic era. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, I had to go buy a new TV. I started firing at it. <laughs> can we also can we also ask? So the the whole thing is that the the convict or whatever the convicts are all armed with this, the weapons that were in the belly of the plane. Mm-hmm. Why were there grenade launchers in the belly of that plane? Because <laughs> they like the party. A, a, a lot of grenade launchers too. Under what circumstance of a prison riot isn't a, as a grenade launcher an appropriate <laughs> weapon to use? Because they needed it, duh. (laughs) 
Yeah, so all this shit's going on. Nick Cage is fighting with Danny Trejo because, again, he's trying to rape this prison guard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so then, yeah, no, I, I don't have any notes on that because that was just yeah. really uncomfortable. Thank well, you very much, the, the only thing I had on that was uh, was that, that Bubba was of absolutely no use. And, I mean, <laughs> He's diabetics. crawling over there. Am I right? Just the worst. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't think this is what diabetes does to somebody. I don't think it takes away their inability to walk. I think it just, like, saps their, like, I don't know. Man. I think he was getting into paralytic shock. I think that's what it was happening. It looked more like he was a heroin addict that was, that was like, fiending. Like he starts sweating. And, uh, just, yeah, I don't know. He's he might be diabetic though. I will say that the best part of that was like so when the woman so he's like I can't move. I'm in like you know shock, almost in shock. And then the woman's like, he's right. He's in shock. And then Nick Cage is like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna move you. And they're like, wait, he's in shock. It's like it's like stop. Like are you insane? He's like, no, you you science people. How dare you tell me about if you move, diabetes? He's gonna die. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that was like basically the thing. It's like, if you touch him, he's going to explode. <laughs> and Nick Cage is like, fuck it, I love him. It's like, wait, no, hold on. He's my best wait. friend. <laughs> exactly. Well, and at this We're going to get a Bubba Gum Shrimp Company after this. <laughs> he's he's crawling towards Danny Trejo trying to defend this woman. He's going, hey, man, you want to fight? <laughs> and he is on hands and knees. Like, Trejo's like, I'll rip you afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to make you number 20, what, five. Yeah. Uh, um. Good counting, Derek. Bleep. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't hear that, and I'm really happy. <laughs> That'll get edited out. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So that's another thing, Bill. You don't realize that when we do these podcasts, half of it doesn't even make the show. <laughs> I got the impression I was so... Uh, I recently, I was a little behind. I listened to like eight hours of the podcast oh, in the last God, two boy, days. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> the last, sorry. The last two days. Think of your family. <laughs> now, is, uh, is, Sam, is I, Sam like chained up in your basement now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I particularly enjoyed Preble's uh, edited out song from like two or three episodes ago. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Oh, that's right. Uh, edited out. <laughs> it's still a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, yeah. We all want to have futures. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just trying, just well, like my, that. it's my subtle way of just reminding everybody that. <laughs> we're not know, getting man, paid to do this. We're not getting so, paid to do this. We're not getting billions of dollars to ruin ourselves. So okay? Just think about what you're saying. All right, back to the podcast. <laughs> what? Well, might have intermission on that one. Um <laughs> So, Cage, he tied the plane to a post or something that was also attached to the DEA agent's sure. car. Yeah, whatever. So Because, because, <laughs> because like, concrete, like, poles are much stronger than four jet engines. <laughs> a concrete pole that also disintegrates from being shot at, too. Like, I <laughs> yeah. mean, the, it, clearly that pole was going to get just ripped out of the ground. The pole had whatever, it coming. Man. Whatever. It was asking for it. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so you get some nice uh, 1997 CGI shots of this car just flying in the breeze behind the plane until it just hits a post. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Weighs a total of five pounds. <laughs> like, it's literally, yeah, it's it's like it's like a like a polymer balloon yeah. flying behind the plane. <laughs> because, it's you know, definitely. hilarious. That has to be the most sturdy, strongest bumper on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Agreed. Like, 
So I so to your point, Max, like I've always gotten to a certain point in this movie, and it's usually when I finish right around the time that uh, Steve Buscemi is having the conversation with the little girl. Um, so I've never made it to this car flying behind the plane. <laughs> and literally when it happened, I just went, ho-ho! <laughs> <laughs> But but this, real this quick. is when it really dawns on you t- what kind of movie this is. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, we don't give a shit about anything. You know, it's like they <laughs> so were concerned really? about drag earlier, and meanwhile you have like a like a two ton car just oh, wailing yeah. in the wind. Hold on, we haven't even <clears throat> talked about the transvestite prisoner. Oh, I didn't God. want to talk yeah, about that. That's oh, why. I, I do, just, yeah, I do we need to I talk about that? I didn't put any notes <laughs> in the movie about that because I just wanted to ignore it. Do you know what the name of the character was? Did you watch the credits? Oh, no, God. no, I turned it off the second it ended. Sally can't dance. Uh, <laughs> that is the character's name. But we specifically credits. see Sally dance. But uh, mm-hmm. but no, so to Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Before oh, this, yeah. another great cage line, and this was the one. There was a lot of cage lines in this movie that was like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. This was the one that was like, what does that even mean? He goes. It's not exactly my Tyson Yahtzee out there. <laughs> what? What? Right. Okay, sure. That's that Southern wisdom we were all looking <sighs> for, you know. Yeah. Say. I've drank my Tyson Yahtzee and played Yahtzee, and I don't know what. <clears throat> I, I'm not. We sure really need I'm to treat good. our troops better. <laughs> 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 That's a max segue. <laughs> like, we need more support for the troops. We need more so, psychological so. assistance for our four troops. <laughs> This am I, am I wrong? Or the, the, car, the car falls off the plane, and then Larkin and the DEA agent, this is when they get in the helicopter and start chasing the plane in the helicopter, right? They'll, they'll come up here in a They've minute. They've been chasing it. Um, I was just going to say, like this is just like face-off. Like This is when the movie should have ended, but yeah. there's another 25 minutes to go. Mm. Yes, this how is the fucking great would it have been to see that movie end? With the car and the plane just floating off into the distance. <laughs> Sunset and the movie ends. Would have made more sense than what happened. So, <laughs> no, I was say, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying what is. But the plane could have easily crash landed and then all the shit happens. And then, he, you know, the DEA agent, John Cusack are talking. And then just his car just smashes onto the ground. And then you get a nice little chuckle. The movie ends. Easily could have done it that way. Yeah. But no, you need to start listening to people singing, dancing the Sweet Home Alabama while fucking cross-dressers dancing around and everyone's whistling at him. And then, <laughs> and then Vin Rames finds the notes from Cage, gives it to Malkovich, who then just immediately starts monologuing. And then he shoots Bubba, who uh, took the heat for uh, protecting Nick Cage. And then, uh, this is right before they show up, so Malkovich, he puts a stuffed animal bunny at gunpoint. And then on Q, Cusack, uh, that is, get it? <laughs> Boo. Sack. Boo. <laughs> he shows up right in the Nick cage of time. <laughs> Boo. 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 Oh boy. Burn it all <laughs> Punk ass. ass. Hey, Bill wrote one time you wanted more puns, so you're getting them, Bill. I am getting just my fill of puns right oh, now, yeah. and I'm oh, loving it. Loving it. McDonald's sponsors this, right? Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead, Bill. Hello no, I, I just, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed that Cyrus, this apparent genius, is firing a handgun at helicopters <laughs> while, while they're firing like anti-aircraft uh, rounds at him. Bring totally makes nukes. sense. Yeah, 
The biggest laugh I got this entire movie, though, is when Cage, he's, like, slowly walking into the cockpit. He's just beating up everybody. He's getting shot in the arm. He doesn't even flinch. And then yeah. he gets up to the, the, the cross-dresser and just bitch slaps him. Open hand slap. <laughs> such, such a good moment. So great. It's like, holy shit. He goes in for the fist and then just opens it up and just slap. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, the plane crashes on the Vegas Strip. And um, so this, this crash scene... Um, they actually had a plane and two choppers flying like super low on the Vegas Strip, which just caused like a minor panic because a bunch of people just weren't aware of it. They're just calling the cops. Yeah. Well, in breaking news, like I was at Bonnaroo one year and a helicopter came flying over like a hundred feet off the ground, about the same height as, as maybe 100, 200 feet off the ground, about the same height as this plane. Mm-hmm. And tents and everything went flying. <laughs> so it would be utter, complete chaos. Yeah. On the Vegas Strip, if this were to happen. Which there kind of is. That does happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, too, so the Sands Casino, uh, they're expecting to get it bulldozed. So they actually had a real plane crash into the building. Wow. <laughs> Which is that's so depressing, awesome. man. Dude. <laughs> that's fucking that, that awesome, been a, that's, that's a cool spot. That's where that's where Sinatra used to sing. And they had to tear the motherfucker down. Yep. Sorry I'm getting on a soapbox. Move along. <laughs> Got to tear it down so we can have some EDM club music going on over there uh, instead. Gross, gross, <laughs> gross. Some of the Dawsons are forming their plans right now. It's like, what's up, EDM? Oh, shit. Well, Frank who? No, just let's not fool ourselves. They don't fucking listen. They don't, the Dawsons don't know how to access podcasts. Um, no, besides uh, listening to What's-His-Face. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. No, the guy that was on Joe Rogan. Oh. Alex, Elon Musk. Alex, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Ugh. So, uh, uh, hey, Dawson so, boys, have you listened to the podcast? No, I got four more hours of Alex Jones to listen to. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. So, so, by the way, just for reference, I don't know if you guys have been to Vegas. The airport is literally like probably less than two miles from the Vegas Strip. They could have easily, <laughs> and I mean easily, made it to the airport. Hey, hey, are you questioning the swamp thing? <laughs> All I got to say to you is crank the knuckles and hit the crystals. There was no choice here. <laughs> Where's my helmet? <laughs> crank the knuckles and hit the crystals. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, my God. You wish you knew. <laughs> oh, Only Swamp God. Thing knows. Cyrus, this is your barbecue, and it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everybody's oh. bloody. And the guitar licks pick up, and Cage gets Bubba and the guard out alive. But of course, this movie doesn't know how to fucking end, so more baddies sneak out from under the plane, jump into a fire truck, and away we go for yet another final <laughs> scene of this movie with Cage and Cusack driving after them on police motorcycles. I gotta, I gotta say one quote. I gotta say the one terrific quote here when the when the crossdresser goes off the gets mm. off the plane and sees like the hundreds of oh, police yeah. officers, and he, and he and he goes, oh. Men in uniform. (laughs) 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 Stop it. Stop it, 90s. Stop. (laughs) So we were were talking about the plane landing through the the casino and everything. Who didn't think that plane was going to land? Pull the lever on a slot machine and equate to a fucking jackpot. Yeah, fuck you. Who didn't think that was going to happen? God damn it. Yeah, and then you also get a tacky shot of a donut falling on the ground when the cop drives away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, so good. <laughs> Please, come on. These are all the uh, the producer notes that are coming out of the end of this movie. I'm pretty sure the last five minutes was like, 
it actually wasn't a part of the movie. It's been, it's a, a director's cut after the fact that it's just a super cut of like every explosion from every Michael Bay film <laughs> for the last five minutes. Because that's all it fucking is. And yeah. it is banana land. Because you know what happens when a motorcycle hits a fire truck? It just fucking explodes into Ving Rhames. <laughs> right. Or when right. a fire truck hits a fucking uh, armored car. Oh, that also explains. I swear, I swear to God, when when the when the plane was crashing, there was a point where it went through a light post, and the the light, like the 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 stop traffic light, exploded. <laughs> like, like this is just this is just electrical wires. So like, it's, it's this thing run on propane or something? Like, what, why did that just blow up? It's like the opposite of what a fire truck should be doing. It's causing more fire. Turn on the hose. Just flames coming out of the hose. <laughs> No, the other hose. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> not the fire hose. You said it was the fire hose. No, the fire hose has no. fire coming out of it. Yeah, not the literal fire hose. Oh, God. The water oh, fire hose. This makes me think of 21 Jump Street when um they have, like, they're expecting explosions to happen and nothing happens and then, like, the chicken yes. coop hits, like, a car and it just blows up. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the best scenes in any comedy. I swear to God. It is. That, I mean, it personified everything wrong with every fucking action. Movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, great. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the plane the plane crashes. People are just streaming off this thing. It's ca- mad chaos. And they immediately, you immediately see the wife and Poe's daughter being yeah. brought into this madhouse scene. Do you, did you see that? Yeah. Like, a cop lifts her out of a truck and, like, here you go. Why don't you just walk towards the plane full of, like, dangerous criminals? I'm sure it'll be fine. No big deal. You just go right ahead. Yeah. What is that girl doing there? I'm not entirely sure why we brought you from Alabama to California to Las Vegas, but you need to come out here right now. (laughs) Right now. Your your daddy needs to hand you this messy, muddy, muddy bunny. (laughs) (laughs) He literally Don't worry about all the blood on it. It's like, uh, just, just buy another one, Nick. I know. All right, she, let's get she, to the end of it here real quick. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so eventually a fire truck explodes into that money truck, which causes it just to rain cash all over the strip. And then Malkovich gets killed like four times, and then he finally stays down after he gets his head smashed by a pile driver. And then the Trisha Yearwood song comes back on, and oh, Cage yeah. embraces his wife and daughter. And go ahead, with the bunny. I killed like, a man the man bunny, bunny. The bunny is a little, a little dirty. The girl's a little hesitant. So Nick takes it back and wipes it on his bloody, sweaty, <laughs> disgusting body. That does not help, Nick. You are gross. Well, the fa- he's not even wearing. He's wearing a wife beater for this entire movie right. in the desert of Las Vegas with criminals and death. So <laughs> draw your own conclusions, folks. This bunny smells like mommy's bed. Hold on a minute. What does it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the, like the actual end of the movie, I didn't understand at all. That was because, fucking you know, stupid. Well, apparently, like, you're supposed to be, I guess, somewhat rooting for Steve Buscemi. Who's and, Hannibal Lecter? No. Yeah, I mean, he's essentially like, I mean, in, in, in the ethos of this movie, you're to understand he is the worst criminal on the planet. Yes. And he gets away. And yep. you're supposed to be happy about that. Hugh Sweet Home yeah. Alabama. That was <laughs> so weird. That was so weird. It's like, okay, whatever. And again, really shitty 80 yard voice that doesn't match up with his mouth at all. Not even close. And then the movie just ends. lucky? Yes, I do. Those aren't even the right syllables. <sighs> yeah. All right, well, that's a movie, Connor. Yeah, that's it. That's a movie. That's the entire film. 
What what a piece of American cinema. I think we'll all agree. You know what? We're all better for seeing it. All right, time for trivia. Let's go. Casting what ifs. Gary Oldman was the first choice for Sire Savires Grissom. Mm. Well, hold on, Max. That I got. Could have been good. Let me let me pause you there, Max. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, I'm, I'm, you can't see it, but I'm shaking my head, Derek. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You know what? Uh, Patrick Swayze was the original option for Nick Cage's character, right? No. God damn it. <laughs> All right, can I... He's really trying, really trying really hard there. Continue, Max. Who shows this? You have this? my permission. Who, 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 oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> I, can see, I can see Gary Oldman actually being pretty good in that role. Yeah, except I, that he just I did agree. Air Force One. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like he, he did his I, one airplane no, movie of his life. I can't be the villain two airplane movies in the same month. <laughs> All right, so as far as um, other considerations, it's pretty much everybody. So, Kevin Bacon... Alec Baldwin, George Clooney, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Richard Dreyfus, James what? Gandolfini. Oh, what? James Gandolfini? Wait, what? <laughs> that would have been a completely different character. Tony Soprano? Just the entire movie of him just... Uh, Ed Harris, uh, William Hurt, Michael Keaton, Michael Madison, Jack Nicholson, Sean Penn, Ron Perlman, Tim Robbins... Yeah. Todd Sizemore, John Travolta, Peter Weller, and Bruce Willis. I was half expecting you to say my name at some point in there. <laughs> I mean, they, they pretty much considered everyone. Well, well and so also it, Willem Dafoe and Mickey Rourke both auditioned, but they didn't get the role. That's so. Every movie we've done, I feel like every single fucking movie we've done, Patrick Swayze has, been, has had a shot at the role. And the one that I step up to the plate, take a big old hefty hearty cut at, and the back goes flying. Everyone else got cast for that role, it's except for Patrick Swayze. He has struck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the entire the entire members of In Sync were cast for this role. Ninety seven is a little too late. It's because most of the movies we've done are between like nineteen eighty seven and like nineteen ninety two. That's why and that was like Swayze that's territory. After that, it's time to come again. That's when we all entered the world. I mean, what a time to be alive! Sure. All right, and then also for uh, <laughs> sure, why not? for Vince Larkin, <laughs> for Vince Larkin, considerations were Robert Downey Jr., Charlie Sheen, and Matthew Broderick. Um, and then also just speaking of the character and John Cusack, he hated this movie and he refuses to talk about it. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Evidently, like, like if, I mean, it's, if he's funny. in an interview, it's, it's, he just leaves if they start talking about this movie. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a really fun movie. And I mean, all it is. He was good in it too. He was a good, good job in it. I thought John Cusack, and of course, you know that Malkovich is going to be good in anything he fucking does. Yep. Um, but yeah, I thought John Cusack did really well. And especially having to play kind of like a I don't give a fuck character at the beginning and having to really get engaged at the end. I don't know. I thought it was I, that, mm-hmm. It's funny. Like, I, I definitely would not say that this is like a great movie, but it's it's not like it's terrible. I don't think it's anything it's enjoyable. to be like. It's fun. It's, it's a yeah, fun exactly. movie. It's, it's a fun movie. It's, a fun it's something stupid like movie. ashamed of. Yeah. No. This is like a movie you would just look back and be like, you know what? It was 19-whatever it was. I did this movie. It made a are. shit ton of money. All right. Yeah. All right, Max. Starting with what I just said, you're going to have to edit all this out. But several uncomfortable moments later. Now I'm... You're good. Now, 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 now I'm talking to my good friend, Bill Dooley. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hi, Derek. How you doing? 
I think you and I might need to leave. Okay. Are we still in the pause? Are we still in the pause break? (laughs) No, I can go on the podcast. That's fair. (laughs) I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'll be on the podcast. All right, back to trivia. One more thing in trivia. (laughs) Nick Cage was... Get it back on the rails. Let's do that. It's been off the rails the entire time we did this. It's okay. (laughs) Nick Cage was constantly lifting weights in between takes to look more swole. There we go. Terrific. Save the best Terrific. for last. He is so, so, fucking big in this movie. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, he, he, is, he, he was weird. gigantic, I will say this. Like, his, like, his, his, his shoulders are huge. Yeah, he's got like the Tom Hardy traps. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, can I can I interject my own my own one, one bit of trivia here? No, Bill, get uh, off the call. All right, How dare you. I'll see you guys. I'll see you, I'll see you guys later. Thanks. Don't you ever write in again. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, when the when the plane landed in uh, in Lerner, there was that single craft uh, aircraft that it almost like took out of the sky. <clears throat> when I saw that pilot, I was like, God, I know that guy. I recognize him. Who who is that? I feel like he's in a commercial. Maybe he's like mowing a lawn or something. Bingo, bango, jingo, jango. He's in the recent Geico commercial uh, called uh, Unexpected Lawn uh, Winning. I think is what it is. His name is Robert Stevenson, and you can look him up. He's got uh, he's got IMDb as the Con Air, the small pilot. Bill, Bill, nailed it. Bill, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill, shut the fuck up. No, no, thanks, Derek. I'm good. Um, Bill, 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 fuck you. Oh well, that was fuck wasn't... you for you and your in your deep trivia dives. <laughs> You're making us look bad, okay? Also. The the Mexican cartel pilot that uh, that Poe kills mm-hmm. immediately, the first one that pulls a gun, is in Jurassic Park 2. He's the Mexican yep. that's listening to music when the guy goes into the woods to take a piss. He gets stomped. <laughs> he does. He does get stomped. That's yep. the guy. Yes. Yep. That was actually Stop. a pretty good move, too. Stop it, Bill. Stop I forgot it, about Bill. that scene, though, because, like, um, with Cage, is like, what, are you going to shoot me? And then, was it Cage or Cusack? It doesn't really matter. But he's like, what, are you going to shoot me? And... Every, all the convicts are going to hear it, and then he just puts on the silencer. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was Cage. That was Cage. That was Cage. And then Cage said something like, what he said, he said, like, the sweet sound of silence. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> like, all right, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, before we move into the next thing, Bill, um, was, like, the, the co-pilot in, like, a Geico commercial or anything you want to go over? Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, he was? Do you want me to do it again? I can do it again. That's fine. <laughs> He's got a lot more trivia about this guy. <laughs> the, uh, the one of the guys that was an extra on the plane is actually the second baseman for the uh, the Portland Sea Dogs. His name's Zhuwei Lin. <laughs> hey, Could hey, you imagine hey. Lin was actually in this. That would be terrific. But yeah, I think I think he was born in like 1994. So <laughs> it maybe up. he was maybe he was the little girl in the in the pool. <laughs> no, he was okay. a baby inside Nick Cage's wife. In the movie. <laughs> I hear you kicking. You're going to be a soccer player. <laughs> I just felt like Rodney. All right. Time for questions. Long. Who's your favorite, least favorite in this movie? My favorite was actually probably not a popular opinion. My favorite was Cyrus the Virus. Hmm. I just thought John Malkovich was fucking awesome in this movie. And let's be honest, Cyrus the Virus, a man of the people. He's a real fucking leader. And he almost gets the job done. Um, 
easily my least favorite ca- character was DEA agent Malloy. Mm. Hashtag as kicker <laughs> or as eater. First of all, Derek, I think saying Cyrus is the obvious answer. Malkovich was really good in this movie. Okay. Like his, I think he's the 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 clear go to like villain that you kind of root for a little bit. Like he's an asshole. Obviously, he's doing terrible things, but he's awesome about it. But I'm gonna go with the swamp. The swamp thing <laughs> is fucking just a <laughs> terrific. Get off the crazy train. The swamp thing has like two lines. But he's still just such an enjoyable character. He's just gleeful the entire time. He's like, I can't believe I'm fucking fly, flying this goddamn plane. The uh, getting on and immediately removing the transponder. Mm-hmm. Terrific move. Is. Lands that plane in Lerner without without killing everyone. Mm-hmm. Lands that plane in Las Vegas without probably killing too many people. <laughs> uh, just And just some terrific quotes. And somehow hides a helmet, a, a Vietnam helmet up his ass. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. So the swamp thing is easily my favorite. Uh, and the worst is, I mean, DEA Malloy is just the absolute worst. The absolute worst. Guys, hold on. Pause real quick. I just had a self-realization. Am, am I am I DEA Agent Malloy in real life? <laughs> I don't know. Do you yes. have the power to command army planes that, to start flying <laughs> missions? As you say, then maybe, yeah. Is this how you guys feel about me? Uh, yes, yes. We all feel this way, Derek. Uh, I'll go next. So... So I have to be perfectly frank. I Hi, the, only per, the only person that really had. <laughs> yeah, good job, Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. All right, I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> the only person that I hit a real strong was Pinball, Dave Chappelle. Everything he said was yep. fucking hilarious in this entire thing. He had a bunch of great lines, even though he died like 30 minutes into the movie. I was a big fan. And his, you know, to be very... He made the biggest splash, I'd say. Uh, 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 podcast. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week. The chance. Yeah, so I loved. Yeah, and I so Dave Chappelle was good. Um, so and then oh man, just playing the person I didn't want the most. Um, hmm, who was the person I did not like the most? Derek Brady. I don't. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I was gonna say, could it be Derek? Yeah, Derek Brady. No, it could be. Um, well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, to be frank, I really didn't like Bosey. You know, I, I. You know what? Who I actually didn't like in this? I didn't like um, Ving Rhames. Mm. Ving Rhames just for someone who was like, I was like, this is like a very interesting. He's like some black supremacist, like da da da. He's got a whole thing. He's just like ah, nope. Time out. I'm sorry. I didn't like Ving Rhames, but you know who I definitely didn't like the most? Oh my God, Preble. Danny Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Because I rape rape is twenty three. That's not good. No, nope. like it one go. damn bit. Probably <laughs> good go point. Raping is not good. Yes. I, that is a I observation. I was like, this is Hunt not take. okay. Hold my popcorn. <laughs> raping not good. Quote Bill Julie. <laughs> no one else said it yet, so we got to say that. <laughs> I know we talk about the Holocaust a lot, but I got to tell you, raping not raping, good. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Holocaust. Holocaust. That is Bad. Fair game. Raping, no. <laughs> Mass genocide, we're good with that. Rape, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna say, my favorite, I'm going to say the insulin needle for Bubba. Uh, was their favorite character. Yep. That's a lot of this movie was revolved around that fucking needle. Dude, that, that yeah. was a plot line for way too long. It's yes. the entire movie. Um, and my least favorite, I'm going to say that rat, that rat-faced little girl. Because only she can make Steve Buscemi look normal. Yeah, fair. 
That is. So that little girl is so unappealing throughout this entire thing. She's so I was like, go for it, Steve. Did you want murder. her to be appealing, <laughs> Kill. Kill. Were you, were you hoping that she was appealing? I said she was Again, not. Again, remember, no. rape is not good. <laughs> rape is not were, good. Were, were Killing little girls, hoping? perfectly fine. <laughs> How appealing were the uh, the little girls that walked by your box today? Okay. No, if Marky no, Mark was no, in this, what no. would he be confused about? The <laughs> 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 whole team would be with the, with the moral Mark, compass Marky, to help me out. Marky Mark would have been like, so, uh, so why, why, why are you casting John Cusack in this fucking movie? <laughs> Paco's jumping the gun. He doesn't want Max to say a fucking thing for the... <laughs> No, he just asked that. He just asked he, did, he did. He did, Preble. Um, yes. Uh, well, I'm Wake the fuck up, Preble. Dang, I'm not going to lie to you. I've so It's been a tough day by the box. Uh, <laughs> rough week. Rough week. Is it pretty chilly up there yeah, in Boston man. this week? Dude, it was fucking like 13 degrees this morning, so I wasn't thrilled about it. Well, if it makes you feel any better, next week I'll be in fucking Montana. This has nothing to do with what we're doing right now. <laughs> Which makes uh, sense because Mark Wahlberg would be confused. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, when does the airplane turn into a robot that I'm friends with <laughs> and we're going to go fight aliens together? <laughs> At what point does that happen? <laughs> you know, I was a convict once too. How many agents <laughs> did you shoot? <laughs> Have you guys ever been Yo, to who, Italy? Because I fucking murdered people there in Italy. Yo, who, uh, who, 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 fought, who fucking brought the D-cell batteries? <laughs> hey, Cage, you're looking pretty good in this movie. Pretty big. Drinking any of my vitamin water? <laughs> you think you're more swole than me, kid? Because I'll fucking kill you. I'm fucking bigger than anybody you've ever seen. We, we, we didn't talk about this, but earlier in the movie when Nick Cage is doing chin-ups, he's doing them on a, like, water-thick water pipe. Yeah, that thing would have broke. That, that would have broken <laughs> yeah. down. So, like, uh, so Nick, uh, you know, is that is that your secret, dude? You get a better grip on the water pipe, dude. Like, uh, give me some, give me some tips here, bro. I'm getting ready to play fucking Mickey Rooney and uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, <laughs> dude, the boxer. <laughs> I would love to Which see one? Mickey Rooney. The actor or the 60 Minutes guy? <laughs> can we have, can we have Mark Wahlberg play Mickey Rooney in a biopic? Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine him trying to wordplay? That'd be hilarious. Like. Oh. My God! I came by the sea and I saw a lot of sand. And that sand was dead. I'm Mickey Rooney and I'm 185 years old. It's like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> so let's have Mark minutes. Wahlberg play Mickey Rooney in a fucking movie. Let's, let's get that I have all these crossword puzzles and they're all in the same major newspapers. Why do you need to have just one crossword puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> and and well, well, I mean, I'm sure we can get Busey to play as you know the the the. the Whatever. Gary Busey's just eating the crossword puzzle newspaper <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Vowels are extra chewy. Just uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating system. We decided to make our own. So, guys, what would your rating be for this one? Big Bad Bill Dooley, why don't you lead us off, bud? Sure, sure. Uh, I'd give this a, a solid three out of five Amber Alerts for all the little girls that die in Vegas that night because uh, the get a job I mean, uh, sorry, Tim uh, Buscemi's character got loose. That's a high percentage, that's a high percentage capture. I'll give this one unboxed bunny out of one army funded tugboat ride to Alabama. (laughs) 
Um, I will give this um, seven to ten fake years over three to four real years because Nick Cage is a real good guy. I mean, he's just trying. He's just trying to get home to his daughter, his baby girl, his hummingbird, his baby his hummingbird. Baby <laughs> Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I'm going to give this one cycle of steroids for Nick Cage out of one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. This has been the third week of Nick Cage week. Look forward to welcoming you back for next week. Yep. That wraps up week three of our Nick Cage March Madness. If you want to follow the show, you can find our Instagram and Twitter pages and my voice cracks in this episode details. And, uh, <laughs> Bill, you can still email us at tdbackrow at gmail.com because you seem to be the only person who apparently knows about it. Thank you. <clears throat> That's not on the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm now on the show, Max. <laughs> True. And if you, if you want to find Bill Dooley, you can find him at Bill Dooley on Facebook. Uh, you can find him, just search Bill Dooley Portland, Maine. Um, you can find his what's, home address what's happening there. Um, <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> I think you're being doxxed. <laughs> 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 we agreed on anonymity. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, uh, so Bill, Bill, let's let's let, well, hold on before we wrap this thing up. <laughs> let's ruin the music's already playing though. Yep. <laughs> now that now now that you've you've dove headfirst in to the sweaty pool that is the dicks in the back row slash hold my popcorn. Mm-hmm. Hold my popcorn. How, uh, my popcorn. how do you feel about our, how do you feel about the buttery substance that you're crawling out of? I got to tell you, I am, I am genuinely very happy at how, how short that I thought it was going to be at least three hours that we were going to be doing this. <laughs> Only two. So, and I, an hour 52, <laughs> this, this surpassed all my expectations. This has been terrific. <laughs> That was, that was Max's fear, too. It's like, God damn, I got to keep this under two hours. <laughs> so I got real stuff to do. So it takes me 15 to edit this. <laughs> and now it's going to take you even longer because yeah. I said highly offensive things. Yep. You know. Yeah, Billy, got those lists of grievances? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. Well, we got well, time. You know what? Actually, no, sure. All right, let's let's go over a couple things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First Should of all, hold on. We in the very up? first episode, you call the Triceratops a Stegosaurus on multiple occasions. For me? I was. All of you did. You all did it. It drove me nuts. It's a goddamn Triceratops. How do you do that? I was going out of my mind, yelling at my car, listening to that. You saw the match. Oh, I, think, I think we're all pretty appalled that you started with episode one. I yeah, know. <laughs> we haven't even listened to episode going for the low hanging fruit here. Also, also in the Home Alone episode, I just like to put this out there. I thoroughly enjoy a good glass of milk with a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> so I don't know what your you issue would. is with that. But that's like but a, that's that a classic Dooley Psychopath. family tradition. I've been to the Dooley household. Milk is the only thing they serve. The, the, there's no joke. Like one time when I was a kid, I had a friend over to my house and my mom was trying to be like the cool mom and bring us dinner. And she brought us, and I'm not kidding you, uh, oven cooked pepperoni pizza, green beans, and milk. <laughs> Just stay healthy. <laughs> and literally, so the friend that I had over, shockingly, guys, African-American kid, 
Um, cut this out, uh, Max. Cut it out. Is that going? I don't goes, like it. His dad, his dad looked at me and he goes, "Shit, I guess that's a white person thing." Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. See, Bill, don't you like Bill? Keep 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 books? the grievances going. I like. I'm, a, I'm, do, I'm just I'm just sitting here doing the Joey Gladstone move with cut it out. <laughs> exactly. And on that I like note, to, I like to hear bump, you grieve, Bill. Bump, bump. Grieve some more. Wait a minute. So until next time. Do we actually not hear the the music? Is that only on? Oh my god! The magic of editing. Oh, I don't have a soundboard. Are you kidding me? Very incredibly professional podcast. That's heartbreaking. I was really looking forward to that. I thought I thought we started it without the music. I was like really confused. The fart noises are in here. Though, <laughs> that's never gonna That's genuine. All right, let me sign that's off. Real. God damn it! I know. I was gonna say, let shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So until next time, remember, it's never a good idea to bring a knife to a cage fight. Ha <laughs> 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 I hate that I let you do that. I should have kept playing this song. <laughs> that was so fucking, that was such a terrible payoff. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shower <laughs> joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. Cage fight. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It's great. <laughs> Or puns. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Say you later. Bye if you're not already gone. You know what we were really missing from that podcast, though, was Tim's commentary on the outfits. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That, we, we, didn't that, know and, we didn't know the damn well, thing about it. It just kills. Well, that, I was about to say, there, there were a lot of deaths in that movie, and Tim... Tim, you can hear a breathe a little harder when, they, when someone dies in the podcast. <laughs> we didn't get any percentages on any of no, those kills. This is true. I tried. Very I sad. Love, I just love the, like, <laughs> how we've turned Tim into a bona fide serial killer. <laughs> <laughs>